الحمد لله حمدا كثيرا طيبا مباركا فيه كما يحب ربنا ويرضاه وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلوات الله والسلام عليه Alhamdulillah, we want to thank our brothers for inviting us to participate in these bi-idhnillah uh, beneficial reminders and cooperating upon birwa taqwa, upon piety and righteousness. ونسأل الله أن يجعلها في ميزاننا في ميزان حسناتنا. And we ask Allah Azza wa Jal to place these efforts upon all those who assisted in bringing about this conference to place it upon their scales of good and that the people benefit from it. I wanted to mention in relation to this tremendous affair of the Aflaq al-Mu'mineen wal-Mu'minat the character of the believing males and the believing women that, that which we found from the speech of the ulama and that which is found in the book of Allah Azawajal and the authenticated sunnah of our Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So we mentioned some speech from the likes of Allama, Al-Muhaddith, the scholar of Hadith, who was the former Mufti of Saudi Arabia, Sheikh Abdul Aziz bin Baz, Rahimahullah Ta'ala. The Sheikh, he mentions that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He has clarified in His noble book in many places Akhlaq al-Mu'mineen wa Akhlaq al-Mu'minat The character of the believing males and the believing females and He has repeated this matter in His book so that the believing males will take this example and this clarification of good character and the character of a believer and they would what? Apply it in their life. And they would be upright upon this character. The Shaykh mentions, and likewise for the believing females, that they would have knowledge of what is the character of the believing female. Thus they would take this character and they would be likewise upright upon it. He mentions, وَلَا فَرْكُ فِي ذَلِكَ بَيْنَ الْأُمَرَاءِ 
والأتباء والألماء وعامة المؤمنين من الذكور والإناث. He says, and there's no difference in this matter of the character of the Muslim males and the character of the Muslim females. There's no difference in this matter whether a person is from the Umarah, the princes, or we can say royalty. There's no difference in this matter with those who have status in the dunya, like doctors. And we'll add here, whatever type of high status of employment one may have in the dunya. or whether they be from the ulama, the scholars of al-Islam. There's no difference between all those who we have mentioned. وَعَامَةُ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ مِنَ الدُّكُورِ وَالْإِنَاثِ Whether they be from the laymen or the general people from amongst the Muslims and the believers. Whether they be male or female. Whether they are male or female. And we add no doubt there are certain things that are specific to the men and some things that are specific to the women. But in general, as the Sheikh he mentions, that there's no difference regardless of a person's status or their gender, the akhlaq of the believer is a lofty. The character of the believer is a lofty character. He mentions that this akhlaq, this character, it is required from all of them. All we mention whether they are a prince or royalty, or whether they are a doctor, they have high status in their worldly job, or whether they are a scholar, or from the general believers. This character is required from all of them. And it is required and tatahalli bi akhlaq al-imaniyyah it is also required from them that what that they adorn themselves with this character of faith the character of one who believes who has true faith that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has legislated for his slaves. And he, Azza wa Jal, has ordered them with it. And he has made it, i.e., this noble character, this noble character of the believer, tariqan lis-sa'adati fi dunya wal-akhirah. Allah has made this noble character a path for one to achieve success in this world and in the hereafter. 
Likewise, he has made it a way that is what? It is in the best interest للجميع. It is in the best interest of everyone. في هذه الدار. It is in the best interest of everyone in this world. So not just the believers. The character of the believer is in, يعني, when it is implemented properly, it is in the best interest of everyone. Jamia fi Everyone in this world fi And it is a way or a path للنجاح يوم القيامة. It is a path for success. For success on the day of standing. He mentions from the body of the verses in the book of Allah in relation to this matter and that which is most suitable from it in this affair is the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fi surah at-tawbah and that is the statement of Allah azza wa jal وَالْمُؤْمِنُونَ وَالْمُؤْمِنَاتُ بَعْضُهُمْ أَوْلِيَاءُ بَعْضٌ يَأْمُرُونَ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ وَيَنْحَوْنَ عَنِ الْمُنْكَرِ وَيُقِيمُونَ الصَّلَاةَ وَيُؤْتُونَ الزَّكَاةَ وَيُطِيعُونَ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ أُولَئِكَ سَيَرْحَمُهُمُ اللَّهُ إِنَّ اللَّهَ عَزِيزٌ حَكِيمٌ and this is from Surah At-Tawbah, verse number 71. In a rough translation of the statement of Allah Azawajal, that which means, the believing males and the believing females, they are for one another helpers, supporters, guardians to the end of the meaning. to one another ordering with that which is good al-ma'ruf and forbidding that which is evil al-munkar establishing the prayer and paying the obligatory charity obeying Allah and his messenger obeying Allah and his messenger they are those, listen closely. They are those whom Allah shall have mercy upon. This is something we need not miss. This is something we need not to miss. They are those whom Allah shall have mercy upon. Surely Allah is almighty, all-wise. Sheikh bin Baas, he mentions, this is from Akhlaq Ahlul Iman, 
This is from the character of the people of faith. Ahlul Iman. Ar-Rijal wa-Nisa. The males and the females. That they are what? They are awliya to one another. They are helpers and supporters. And we mention here, it is important to know that what he intends here by awliya, methalan, for an example, as we know, in the ahlu sunnati wal jama'ah, with the people of the sunnah and the body of the Muslims upon the truth. The first means that we found ourselves salih using and explaining the Quran is what? What's the first means that we use to explain the Quran? Ahsantum. Explain the Quran by way of the Quran. So when we're talking about aiding someone and supporting someone, we look at what? The likes of, of the statement of Allah Azza wa Jal. وَتَعَوَّلُوا عَلَى الْبِرِّ وَالتَّقْوَى وَلَا تَعَوَّلُوا عَلَى الْإِثْمِ وَالْأُدْوَانِ and aid and assist one another upon piety and righteousness. And do not aid and support one another upon sin and transgression. So we aid and sit and assist upon piety and righteousness, upon khayr, upon that which is pleasing to Allah. Shaykh bin Bas, he mentions, بالخير, and to enjoin upon one another good. And to cooperate upon piety and righteousness. فَلَا يَغْتَابُ بَعْدَهُمْ بَعْضًا He says, Consequently, do not slander one another. Do not slander one another. Lish. Why? Because this is not from the character. It's not from the character of the believer. It's not from the character of the believing males and females. This is why you find in some narrations of our Prophet where he mentioned a particular sin, you find that what? It's, it's, it's stated that what? He said in these cases, when they're actually carrying out that sin, they're not a believer. That does not mean they have exited the fold of Islam. That does not mean that their Iman has vanished. No.
It means they're not in the condition that they're supposed to be in as a believer. Because this type of act is not from the actions of the believers. So it's not even associated with the believer. It's like he's not himself. The Shaykh he says, And you don't find the believer betraying his brother or sister. They don't betray one another. And you don't find that what? That they bear witness to false testimony. You don't find them making false testimony. They don't back up their friend when their friend is incorrect or lying. You don't find them doing like what? Nah, you don't find them doing like we found that which occurred with the situation when Zayd bin Arkham when he heard Abdullah bin Ubay, the leader from amongst the Munafiqun, when he heard him saying to the Muslims, don't give to those around the Messenger of Allah until they leave him. What did Zayd do? When Zayd heard this evil statement for those people who they tried to misuse the narrations of our Prophet in a place that is improper. Akhi, you should hide the faults of your brother. Now, in general, Sahih. This is true, in general. But what you mean by here in this place is falsehood. He's spreading evil amongst the people. So Zayd bin Arkham, he went to the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and he told him what was said. And what happened? The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he sent someone to bring Abdullah bin Ubay to him, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So when Ubay he came, also his companions came with him. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam asked them what happened. And Zayd mentioned what happened. And what happened? Abdullah bin Ubay he denied what he actually said. He lied. He said, I didn't say that. And then to add insult to injury, his companions backed him up on a lie. 
His companions backed him up upon a lie. And the affair went like that for some time. And the affair kana thakilan jiddan ala zaid. And the affair was very burdensome and heavy upon Zaid because the liar accused him of lying. And then some amongst them who was with the liar supported and bore witness ala zur false testimony until Allah revealed that Zayd was truthful and Abdullah bin Ubayd had lied. Returning to the speech of Shaykh bin Baz rahimahullah, he said, وَلَا يَظْلِمُهُ هَكَذَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ وَالْمُؤْمِنَاتِ he says that they, the believing males and the believing females, they do not oppress one another. They do not oppress one another. Like this are the believing males and the believing females. Allah has made oppression unlawful upon himself and amongst his slaves and amongst the slaves. Ya ibadi, inni harramtu dhulma ala nafsi wa ja'altahu baynakum muharraman fala tadhalamu. O my slaves, in the hadith al-Qudsi, where Allah Azawajal said, O my slaves, I have made oppression unlawful upon myself and I have likewise made it unlawful amongst you so do not oppress. Sheikh bin Bas, he says Laysu mutabaghidin the believers are not those who have hatred amongst one another. Even though, even though it is permissible to hate an act that a person, a Muslim or believer may be doing. And we keep in mind that Ahlul Sunnati wal Jama'ah, we love for the sake of Allah, and we hate for the sake of Allah. Wala mutahasideen Nor are they of those who have envy towards one another. The believers are not of those who have envy towards one another. وَلَا مُتَشَاهِنِينَ Nor are they of those whom what? They are not of those who transgress. Yani who 
are they have enmity towards one another. They are not of those who have enmity amongst themselves. وَلَا يَظْلِمُهُ فِي قَوْلٍ وَلَا عَمَلٍ You don't find them oppressing their brother or sister not in speech nor by action. Now the shaykh just mentioned that the believers do not oppress one another. And he came back a minute or two later and he says what? They don't oppress one another in statement nor action. Maybe some people are not aware that you can oppress someone verbally. Maybe some people are not aware of that and that's the reason why the shape mentioned it. Or maybe it's because repetition shows emphasis. They don't oppress one another in regards to shedding one another's blood. Nor do they oppress one another in regards to their wealth. The Muslim as the Shaykh he says, وَلَا يَغِشُّهُ فِي مَعَامَلِ فِي مَعَامَلَ You don't find the believing male or the believing female cheating one another in dealings. You don't find them cheating one another. وَلَا يُخَوِّنُهُ فِي جَمِيعِ الْأَحْوَالِ فِي جَمِيعِ الْأَحْوَالِ You don't find them being treacherous in all circumstances. You don't find them, i.e. in any circumstances being treacherous. You don't find them in any circumstance being treacherous. Then he mentions, as he's going on here, in that aforementioned verse that we mentioned, he repeats the statement of Allah, يَأْمُرُونَ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ All of that which just preceded was under the umbrella of that the believing males and the believing females are awliya ba'dahum libaq that the believing males and females are helpers and supporters and guardians one to another. He goes on mentioning, they order that which is good. Like this, you find them ordering bil ma'roof and forbidding anil munkar bi uslubil hasan you find them ordering that which is good and forbidding that which is evil in what 
in a good manner. In a good way. In a praiseworthy manner. You find them doing it based upon knowledge and foresight. As Allah the Most High, He mentioned, كُلْ هَذِهِ سَبِيلِي إِلَى اللَّهِ Allah says that which means, this is my path. كُلْ هَذِهِ سَبِيلِي This is my path. Call to Allah. Call to Allah. Upon knowledge. Upon knowledge. Consequently, they are those who order with basira. They order with knowledge. And they forbid with knowledge. والمعروف ما أمر الله به ورسوله And this term, معروف, it is that which Allah and His Messenger وسلم, has ordered with. والمنكر And this term, منكر ما أنكره الله ورسوله ونهى عنه it is that which Allah and His Messenger وسلم, has forbid from. Like this, the believing males and the believing females. He says what? When they see some of their brothers or sisters, taqsiran fi ta'atillah, when they see in some of their brothers or sisters them falling short in regards to obeying Allah. Amaruhum bil ma'ruf. Amaruhum bil ma'ruf. They order them with good. They order them with good. You don't find them, and we add here. You don't find them being unthankful of the sincere advice when it is true. You don't find them being unthankful when sincere advice is true. Like we find those who fall into this mistake, which Ibn Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he said, from the most evil of statements, is that the believer would say to his brother or sister, in the likes of this scenario, we said, they see some taqseer, 
some falling short from their brother or sister. Ibn Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he said from the most evil speech is that you would find a believer saying to his brother or sister, Ittaqillah, fear Allah. And then they would say, mind your own business. Now, he said from the most evil of speech, is that what? When the believer would say to his brother or sister, Ittaqillah, fear Allah. And the person will respond by saying, Mind your own business, Akhi. Shaykh bin Bas, rahimahullah, he says, وَإِنْ رَعَوْهُمْ يَخْتَلِفُونَ عَلِ الصَّلَاةِ فِي الْجَمَاعَةِ He says, if they find their brothers not coming to the obligatory prayers in congregation, Staying back from coming out to the obligatory prayers for the males. Staying back from being present in the congregation for the obligatory prayers. He said, what? They say to them, Ittaqullah. Fear Allah, ya akhi. Fear Allah, akhi. وَحَافِذُوا عَلَى الْجَمَاعَةِ Oh my brother, preserve your prayer in the congregation. Preserve your prayer in the congregation. He says, فَهِيَرْ مَفْرُوضَ عَلَيْكِ This is obligatory upon you. This is ordained upon you. And of course, we take into account when a person does not have the ability. They're at work. And they don't have the ability to leave their job to go to the masjid to pray in the congregation. This is not what the shaykh is talking about. But still, still preserve your prayer on the job. Don't wait until you get off work missing the prayer because of the job. Don't make that mistake. Stop and pray. And if you have a job that doesn't allow you to perform the obligatory prayer that may occur once, possibly twice, during your work schedule, then you need to find another job. And we're not telling anyone to not work. 
But know for a surety, even the non-Muslims, they respect people who are serious and firm upon their religion. They respect people who are serious and firm upon their religion from the Muslims. Why? Because they see, you know what? This guy's, you know, I don't understand a lot of the stuff that he does, but he don't lie. He's not saying he's at work when he's not here. He's not trying to be paid for something and he didn't fulfill his job. He's not stealing from the job. I don't have full up. This guy, he, he might be a little strange, but he ain't stealing. Them, them guys right there, they not stealing. They ain't lying. They're not cheating you. They respect the Muslims who they see are upright upon their religion. The Shaykh says, وَلَا تَتَشَابَهُ and do not resemble the munafiq. Do not resemble the munafiq. This is what he said, the believer says to his brother when he sees him staying back from the congregational prayer. Fear Allah. Allah has ordained this upon you. Do not resemble the munafiq. This is what Sheikh Ben Baz said, not me. This was his advice to give to the believer. Don't resemble the munafiq, the hypocrite. Like this, لو رأيته يتعاطى الرباء he said, like this, if he sees his brother engaging in riba, in interest, he advises him for the sake of Allah. Allah, Allah has made this haram alayna. He says, he says, or if he sees him, and we add here, or her, sitting with people who are not from the people of good. If you see your brother or sister sitting with people, what? He says, They're not from those people who are good. He advises him or her. Tadakaru billah. 
He remembers Allah. The Shaykh he says, فَالْمُؤْمِنْ مِرْآتٌ لِأَخِي مُؤْمِنْ كَمَا فِي حَدِيثَ النَّبِيِّنَا صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ He said, Consequently, the believer is a mirror or like a mirror to his brother or sister from the believers. The believer is like a mirror for his brother or sisters from the believers. As is found in the Sahih narration from our Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We wanted to mention here some speech from Shaykh Uthaymeen rahimahullah in regards to dealing with the people and intermingling amongst the people. And we don't mean intermingling amongst sex, uh, amongst different gender. We mean intermingling and living amongst the people and interacting with the people in general. He says, وَمِنْ مَخَالَةُ النَّاسِ وَمِنْ مَخَالَةُ النَّاسَ بِالْخُلْقِ الْحَسَنِ He says, and from being amongst the people and dealing with them with good character, he says, إِنَّكَ إِذَا ذَلَّمْتَ أَوْ أَسِيعُ إِلَيْكَ فَإِنَّكَ تَعْفُ وَتَصْفَحُ He says, If you are oppressed, or someone does evil towards you, he says, then pardon and overlook. He says, he goes on to say, after mentioning the statement of Allah Azawajal, وَلْيَعْفُوا وَلْيَعْفُوا وَلْيَصْفَحُوا And this is from Surah An-Nur, verse number 23. Afwan, verse number 22. And the meaning of the statement of Allah Azawajal, in the rough translation he says, and pardon and overlook. Pardon and overlook. And then he mentions the statement of Allah Azawajal, from Surah Al-Shura, verse number 40. Wallah, the Most High, he says, فَمَنْ أَثَى وَأَصْلَحَ فَأَجْرُهُ عَلَى اللَّهِ In a rough translation of the statement of Allah Azawajal, So whomever pardons, and oh, whomever pardons, and they rectify, then their reward is with Allah. Whoever pardons and rectifies, then their reward is with Allah. The Shaykh, he mentions, 
that every human being who mingles amongst the people فَلَا بُدَّ أَنْ يَجِدَ مِنَ النَّاسِ شَيْئًا مِنَ الْأَسَاءَةِ مِنَ الْإِسَاءَةِ He says that there is a must, there is a must that one is going to encounter from the people something of evil. That one is going to encounter something from amongst something of evil from the people. He says, فَمَوْقِفُهُ مِنْ هَذِهِ الْإِسَاءَةِ He says, consequently his or her, we add, position in regards to this evil is to pardon and overlook. وَلَيَعْلَمُ عِلْمَ الْيَقِينَ أَنَّهُ بِأَفْوِهِ وَصُفْحِهِ وَمُجَازَاتِهِ بِالْحُسْنَى سَوْفَ تَنْقَلِبُ He says and know with knowledge that is certain that indeed by pardoning and overlooking and repaying the person with good, the affair shall turn over. The matter shall change. It shall flip. He mentions ولكن ليس كل أحد يوفق لذلك. He says, but not everyone is given success to this. Not everyone is given success in this matter. He says, mentioning the statement of Allah Azza wa Jal. وَمَا يُلَقَّاهَا إِلَّا الَّذِينَ صَبَرُوا وَمَا يُلَقَّاهَا إِلَّا ذُو حَظٍ عَظِيمٍ And this is from Surah Al-Fussilat, verse number 35. In a rough translation of the statement of Allah Azawajal, None achieves it except for those who are patient. None achieves it except those who are patient and those who what have a strong, a large portion of patience. He goes on to say, we're going to try to hurry up to close out here. He says, وَهَلْ نَفْهَمْ مِنْ هَذَا أَنَّ الْأَفْوَى عَلَى الْجَانِ مَحْمُودٌ مُطْلَقًا وَمَأْمُورٌ بِهِ He says, 
Do we understand from these aforementioned verses and that which he mentioned that pardoning the wrongdoer is praiseworthy Al-Akhir Ah 35 <laughs> So we pose the question that Sheikh Uthaymeen, he asked again. Do we understand from these aforementioned verses and the encouragement to pardon and overlook that pardoning the wrongdoer is praiseworthy in all situations? Unrestrictedly. Mahmoodun mutlaqan. Do we, are we to understand that pardoning the wrongdoer is praiseworthy unrestrictedly, yani in all situations. And we're ordered with it, he says. And we're ordered with it. He said, Perhaps some may understand this from the verse. That you always have to pardon. And it is praiseworthy. And you're ordered to do so. Walakin. ليكن معلوما أن الأفوى إنما he says but so that you are well aware that pardoning إنما يحمد إذا كان الأفوى أحمد he says rather so that you are well aware that verily it is praiseworthy, i.e. pardoning. When the pardoning is what? It is a situation that it is commendable to pardon therein. 
when it is a situation that it is commendable to pardon their end. He says, if the case is pardoning and taking this way is commendable and it is afdal, he said, then we take that path. He says, وَلِهَذَا قَالَ تَعَالَى And for this reason, Allah the Most High, He said, فَمَنْ أَفَى وَأَصْلَحَا فَأَجْرَهُ عَلَى اللَّهِ In a rough translation, for this reason, Allah Azawajal, He said, that which means, and whomever pardons, and rectification is achieved, then his reward is with Allah. The Shaykh says, فَجَعَلَ الْأَفْوَ مَكْرُونًا بِالْإِصْلَاحِ He says, consequently, Allah has connected pardoning to rectification. He has connected pardoning to rectification. He says, فَالْأَفْوُ يُمْكِنْ أَنْ يَكُونَ غَيْرُ إِسْلَاحِ He said it's perhaps that a person may pardon and it doesn't bring about rectification. It's not that which is going to bring about rectification. فَقَدْ يَكُونُ هَذَا الَّذِي جَنَى عَلَيْكَ وَاقْتَرَعُوا عَلَيْكَ رَجُلًا مَعْرُوفٍ بِالشَّرِّ وَالْفَسَادِ He said perhaps it's a person, the person who committed this crime upon you or inflicted you with this harm. It's possible this person who had the audacity to do this thing to a believer, Maybe he is one who is known for doing evil or bringing about corruption. فَلَوْ أَفَاتَ أَفْوَنْ فَلَوْ أَفَوْتَ عَنْهُ لَتَمَادَ فِي شَرِّهِ وَفَسَادِهِ He says, in these cases, if you were to pardon this person, who's going to continue upon evil and corruption. If you were to forgive them, indeed they will continue upon evil and corruption. فَالْأَفْضَلْ فِي هَذَا الْمَقَامِ he says, it's best, it's best in this situation that you take the person and hold them responsible for their crime. That you take the person and hold them responsible for their offense. That you do not pardon them. If you're going to, by pardoning them, 
open the door for them to continue upon evil and corruption. Then he says, فَالْأَفْضَلْ فِي هَذَا الْمَقَامِ أَنْ يَأْخُذَ بِالْجَرِيمَةِ To take and hold the person responsible for their crime. He says, لِأَنَّ فِي هَذَا إِسْلَاحًا He says, because in this is rectification. By holding them responsible for their crime, by holding them responsible for their crime, in this is rectification. And we'll close on the statement of Shaykh al-Islam Ibn Taymiyyah, rahimahullah, who he brought. Shaykh al-Taymiyyah, he brings this statement related to our topic, a statement from Shaykh al-Islam Ibn Taymiyyah, rahimahullah. Al-Islam wajib. Rectification is obligatory. Wal-afu, mandub, and pardoning is recommended. Islah is obligatory, wajib. Wal-afu is recommended or commended. فَإِذَا كَانَ الْأَفْوِي أَفْوَنْ فَإِذَا كَانَ فِي الْأَفْوِي لا فَإِذَا كَانَ فِي الْأَفْوَى فَوَاتُ الْإِسْلَاحِ فَمَعْنَ ذَلِكَ أَنَّنَا قَدَّمْنَا مَمْدُوبًا عَلَى الْوَاجِبِ He says If we find that by pardoning we lose out or miss out on rectification, achieving rectification. If we miss out on achieving rectification by us pardoning in a particular circumstance, he says, then we have given preference to that which is recommended over that which is obligatory. We have given preference to that which is recommended over that which is obligatory. He says that the Sharia of Al-Islam has not come with this. The legislation of Al-Islam has not come with where we put Losing out on the wajah as a result of us putting a recommended thing before and over the obligatory thing. The Sharia has not come with this. The Sharia has not come with this. And Shaykh Uthaymeen, in my final statement of his, he said, Sadaqah Rahimahullah. He said, Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah has spoken the truth. Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah has spoken the truth. Wa subhanaka lahum wa bihamdika wa ashadu an la ilaha anta wa astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Wa jazakam allahu kulli khayr.